Hi guys, and a great big warm welcome to episode 44 of the Ask Zophie podcast. So I'm going to talk today about something that has been on my mind a lot recently and people have been asking me about it. I've been talking about it and as ever, it's my deepest desire and hope that this will be helpful for you. And I feel like this topic in particular really will be. But as always, before I get into it, I'm just going to share a bit of uh, behind the scenes. Nothing crazy exciting, but what I will say is that I don't know how warm it is today, but but it's a really nice day here in Bristol and it definitely feels like spring is in the air and I adore sunshine, sunbathing, just feeling the warmth of the sun on my skin. I just went outside to hang some washing out. That's exciting, isn't it? And sat in the sun for for 10 minutes or so. Uh, And so all I'm going to say is this is an act of love. Doing this podcast is anyway, but particularly today because I've taken myself from that lovely, warm, much needed sunshine and come into my dark cupboard, (laughs) squished up to record this for you. So I really hope you appreciate it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, what else was I going to say? Oh, okay. Yeah, some of you will know because you will have seen on Instagram that I've been writing and I mean I've it's kind of done the writing but stuff keeps coming through a small book called Love Notes from God and again this is something I have this really deep-seated desire to be a source of love and light and just goodness on the planet and this book is a collection of quotes and maybe almost it's quite poetic it says she <laughs> I hope that really what I want to come through those words and those pages is this sense of soothing. And I have been feeling in a particularly good, didn't say that very well, particularly, particularly good place recently. And so really aligned with that sensation of what I think of as God's love and have just felt the words for it just pouring through me. And I can't wait to get it out in the world. So that's one of the things I've been doing. Also, uh, you will know if you've listened to me for a while or recently that I'm extremely thankful that the the love that I have wanted to, the romantic love I've wanted to manifest into my life for a long time. I manifested it recently and I had a really nice weekend spending time with that person And just feeling that, like, I feel the love of the divine often, you know, I tune into it purposefully on purpose and want to channel this through onto the planet, um, which is lovely. But to actually feel that from another person, what I had previously was I've been in a relationship where I realized that person was in human form, kind of like the personification of all of my fears and that voice in my head and my trauma and so to have someone who conversely is the human version the personification of that love is such a joy and again I share this so that you know that any of those things those desires those dreams that you hold deep in your heart are not there to taunt you they are placed there by the divine and 
it's written that they will be brought to fruition by the divine. But you've got to step into that knowing and that faith, which, uh, nice segue, inadvertently done, might I add. (laughs) Definitely not on purpose, into what I want to speak on today. And it's something that I really feel like I can help people that want it. I can help them with it. And it's such a joy for me to now be able to live in this space and in this, what did I say? (laughs) In this space, in this, in this faith, because that's what I want to speak to is I now fully, thankfully embody this faith in the divine. And I just know in, you know, my bones and the very fiber of my being that this is unshakable because it isn't dependent upon, it isn't conditional, it, I, it doesn't sort of waver depending on the circumstances of my life. There may well, and of course there are things that happen that I don't necessarily, wouldn't, wouldn't be my preferred from a human perspective choice, and I might not be happy about that or so happy in the moment, but this doesn't impact my faith. And so this is what I want to share on today because uh, as I always say, my thing in life is to go through the stuff, to come out <laughs> uh, in one piece just about, and then share with you, right, how did I manage it? <laughs> because I, I've lived it and I can speak to that experience and speak from that experience not because like woo I'm amazing but just because I you know kind of very messily often and scrappily just get involved and kind of dip into the very human aspects of this life the physical stuff the challenges and bring in then that non-physical the spiritual the, the the god energy shine a light on it perceive it with clarity with love and I'm able to share that perception that perspective with you guys and so while it is true, and I think I've said this before, that from a very young age, I've had this awareness, this spark of knowing in me that there is more to life than meets the eye, that everything is born of love, that everything is okay no matter how it seems, and so on and so forth. It was it was omnipresent and it was something that couldn't be diminished or extinguished but it was small and it was subtle but it's what got me through but even though there was that there always the what was in my mind and the anxiety and the fear and the anguish and the self-loathing and the self-hatred and and depression and all that stuff you know nearly (laughs) extinguished that it didn't because it, it, it that can't happen and it was so so powerful albeit subtle and small that I definitely couldn't (laughs) in any way shape or form fully feel that for for many many years anyway I'm like babbling now extra more than usual but the point is I've always had that speck in me that we all have in us and I've always had an awareness of it but for a long time I wasn't I wasn't listening to it I wasn't my connection with it wasn't strong and I got taken away from it because of programming and how I was treated and so on and so forth. Uh, so it was there, but I wasn't led by it. And so I've managed, thankfully, to bring myself, as I've entitled this podcast episode, from fear to faith. And this is the point I want to share 
what I think are some of the main things that I've done consistently over the years with you so that it creates a bit of a roadmap for you to follow again that's that's what I feel my thing is to go through the stuff to to sort it out and then say hey guys don't do that or do do this uh to to, laughing because I said do do (laughs) to give you the kind of blueprint the method that you can then follow obviously not exactly in my footsteps but just being guided by that and hopefully inspired by this. So yeah, this is something that's come up a lot, which is what prompted me wanting to talk about it. So I'm going to go ahead and share some of the main things that I feel I've done that's taken me on that path from fear to faith. So the first thing that I think is most important was that when... I always I wanted to have this faith and understood it as a concept in a very sort of, in my mind, in a very kind of cerebral manner. But I, I didn't feel it. I wasn't able to act from it. I wasn't embodying it. But what I did was I stepped forward anyway. So it's a bit like, <laughs> this is a really silly analogy, but I went to the cinema a bunch of years ago and we arrived a little bit late so the film had already started and they showed us in through the entrance at the back right to our seats and when I stepped in I was with my friend Siobhan he's probably going to listen to this hey Siobhan (laughs) or Sia Bohan as I call her anyway I was first and I stepped in I just couldn't see anything it was from my perspective pitch black (laughs) the doors opened and I had to go in and it's like I don't am I like literally going to step on someone's feet they fall in their lap knowing me that's probably the kind of thing that would happen um and I just had to kind of feel my way in and it it's kind of a bit like that uh pardon the really really silly analogy but before you can see anything before you feel it you have to step into it so it's kind of like acting as if so I wasn't embodying it yet. I only wanted to. I, I knew that faith was something that I wanted and I could obviously grasp the concept, but I wasn't I wasn't feeling it. But I just decided, right, I'm going to I'm going to step into it. And something that came to my mind, I don't know, it was maybe six months or so ago, around the time when I decided that I was just going to live uh, from this place of faith like really step into it because I started doing this a long a, a number of years ago but I fully I kind of uh amped it up is that right um I amped it up maybe six or seven months ago when I was like right I'm gonna start living as if I believe that all of my prayers have been answered I kind of took it up a notch uh, went to the next level how many different ways can I say that but this analogy or this visual rather came to me of running through thin air and then just focusing on facing towards the divine God however you want to think about it and seeming like I'm just going to fall because there's nothing beneath me and then as I took step after step this bridge just kept coming underneath my feet but it wasn't there until I took the steps and this is exactly how it works uh, I remember in a film called uh, oh, 
the shack that's what it's called I was going to say the shift um so called the shack which is all about god and stuff there's a scene can't remember it that clearly but he where he walks on water and anytime something like anytime he looks down and sees its water he starts to fall but when he just looks forward um i can't remember what but something comes up and and he he's able to walk on the water and it's that kind of thing and it, it it's also that's analogous to what happened when i first learned about when i went to see a hypnotherapist to help with my anxiety i was really really self-conscious and kept getting really embarrassed but i realized that i i had to just speak to myself in such a way that I'm going to go do the thing and stop worrying and then the anxiety will go I wanted the anxiety to go so that I could then stop worrying and that is an act of faith to be like right okay I'm going to be the one to step into this so it's it's stepping in anyway it's taking the actions before you kind of have the evidence or before you really know it before you really embody it so I talk about this a lot Um, A Course in Miracles says one of my favorite quotes from it is in my defenselessness my safety lies and what this speaks to is when it says defenses what it means is us taking physical action and most of us believe that this is where our might is through our work and our effort and what we do physically which is just so not true this is such a small piece of the puzzle just such a small part of things so it what it means by by this is in my defenselessness my safety lies because when you remember that you are a speck of the divine that you are you know god flowing through this human body you don't need to quote unquote defend yourself against anything because there's nothing to be afraid of um but to be able to step into this fear comes up and the mind doesn't like it so it's it's ta- it's taking that step again and again and again and then you begin to show yourself okay, I was afraid that X was going to happen, but I didn't act on it. And I and I just went forth, I sued the woes and I went forth. And it was okay. Because when you put up your defenses, you cut down, or you cut off to some degree, your connection with the divine. And this is where your safety lies. Because this is what affords you protection, ultimately. But when you have those defenses up that doesn't happen and when you put those defenses down you start to allow that in and then bit by bit over time you show yourself I didn't put up these physical defenses I relied on the non-physical on the protection from and of the divine and it worked and over time you strengthen that faith and that's how I drip feeded drip feeded (laughs) drip drip fed this reservoir of faith that now I am so thankful to be able to embody and it's such a beautiful thing which is why I'm sharing on it so that's the first thing the second is that I've had this practice for many years and this is what I espouse with my clients and and speak to and and teach in one-to-ones and so on is to not allow negative thoughts and doubts and so on and so forth to get a foothold this is imperative and it is enormously, enormously helpful. And when I'm working one-to-one, this is the thing that I've noticed above all else probably that is transformative. Because what happens is when you again and again, you say, no thanks, no thanks, thanks, but no thanks to those thoughts, 
you you begin to allow your vibration to rise. It gets trained upwards. So I've said this many times. Abraham Hicks describe it thus. They say that your well-being is like a cork bobbing on a body of water. You can hold it under by doubting, by worrying, by putting up your defenses. As soon as you stop that, it bounces up. So if you do this again and again and again and again, your vibration, your energy just rises and rises and rises and becomes more and more pure. This is the point of A Course in Miracles. What it says in it is it's about removing the blocks to inner peace. And those blocks are our thought forms, ultimately, our ways of thinking. And as we just say no, 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 and we just step away, step away, step away, you come further and further home to yourself, to the purest version of yourself, to that kind of source energy or God energy, you know, like I always say, think of it as however you prefer, what use whatever vernacular and words you're most comfortable with. But this consistent no, no thanks to those negative thoughts is incredibly powerful. I was listening to a, a motivational video the other day and it was like a collection of different speakers and one of the guys in it was talking about negative thoughts and he said at some point, sometimes you just got to say, shut up, <laughs> just shut up. And I speak to this a lot, how sometimes with that voice in your mind, you have to be, you're very loving ultimately towards yourself, but you're firm. Like, I'm not going there. An email I sent out years ago, I think it was, to members that really resonated with so many was sometimes you just got to say, so what? You know, the mind will say, oh, I can't feel good because of this. And this is going to, nah, nah, there's always something. And sometimes you just got to hit it, like smack it down, kick it to the curb with something as simple and powerful and empowering as so what? or shut up, or, you know, you can swear at it. Not in an, oh my God, you've got to get away kind of manner, because there's nothing to be afraid of. But like, this is not going to wash with me. So that's the second. The first was I stepped into it before I embodied it. And the second was I consistently been all over those negative thoughts. I've obviously had times where I've dipped. But again, it's like, I know that this is the work, there's a method. And when you work it, it works for you. So I just kept coming back to it. Now, the third is mindfulness. Now, I listened to and read The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle a number of years ago, so many times, I cannot even begin to tell you. My ex-husband was like, are you going to elope with that freaking Eckhart Tolle? It's like, mm, not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> I don't think he's kind of like necessarily someone that I'm like, oh, Eckhart Tolle's hot. But he's obviously amazing and really funny, actually. Like most of these spiritual teachers are because the divine has the best sense of humor. But anyway, I digress as per usual. So... I have been focused in some way, shape or form kind of on mindfulness for a long time, but not to the degree that it's kind of come into my experience recently, uh, or more recently rather. And one of the things I've said time and again is just what I realized in the last year or so is that when you are mindful, when you are simply observing your thoughts, your breath, the moment, your emotions, you are inviting God to the table. And again, like I said with my second point, this trains your vibration up because again and again and again, it transmutes and transforms those more dense, negative, 
energies and thought forms and stuff that's been born of trauma in your life. And over time, just like the sun does on a day like today, or not like today actually because it wasn't foggy this morning, but when it starts out foggy and the sun comes out and it just burns away all of that mist and leaves you with this beautiful sunshiny day, this is what happens in your experience. And it's like, bit by bit, your eyes are opening. And ultimately, and eventually, you're able to perceive through the lens of the divine. And as you shift in this way, as you alter on the inside, everything externally also changes. So, you know, these, all, especially these last two points are, are in essence, very simple. But when consistently practiced, in a decided manner, they will change your life, they will change your everything. The other thing I want to say is that really, I made a decision. I made a decision that I'm going to believe no matter what. No matter what's thrown at me, no matter what happens, no matter what quote unquote goes wrong, I'm, I'm going to believe and I just made that decision. Uh, a mantra I used for quite a long time when I was, you know, probably somewhat at the start of this, this journey in earnest was I refuse to be disappointed. I refuse to be disappointed. That's my choice. It can be your choice. You can say, no matter what happens, I'm still going to keep the faith. No matter what appears to go wrong, I'm not going to doubt the love of the divine. No matter what happens, I refuse. I refuse to be disappointed. That really, really helped me. Um, okay, I also want to say that uh, action matters, but not in the way that we think. Okay, action matters, but not in the way that we think. We think as humans that the actions we take are all important. People say to me all the time, what do I do when this happens? What do I do about that? Which, I, wh which, one, which one of these options should I take? It really doesn't really matter so much what you do and what matters is your intention your level of consciousness your energy your why as you're doing it I've been speaking to this a lot uh, the, the fact that 99.99 whatever it is percent of an atom is is empty space and so you could take every human on the planet and fit us into something that's smaller or the size of or there or thereabouts a sugar cube in terms of the matter that we're made of it would be unimaginably heavy, but that's not the point. The point is that most of all this physical stuff that we see, it isn't something that we can see, isn't something tangible, isn't something that we can touch, is not, it's not as physical as we imagine. So the physical part of this physical reality, as we think of it, is a really small part of what's going on here we think that when we're doing physical stuff that's it this is where our our kind of might and our force comes from and it's so not true okay so so that I think is helps to shed light on the fact that it's not our action that, that it produces results but what is important is that acting in faith that's what matters and sometimes so if I think about me and my dating slash love life as an example I when I came off all the dating apps and whatever and was just like I, I, I'm not vibing with this I, I really want this but I don't think I need to be out there in the world doing all of the quote-unquote right actions it just felt like no nah, I'm just gonna like hang out have a good time and, and know that uh, God's gonna take care of it for me so for me, the action was actually more of an 
inaction, but but there was an action, you know, I, I deleted the apps and whatever. But I wasn't being proactive in respect of going out there. But I did that. I took that action slash inaction, however you want to think about it, in faith. Okay, so that is the key component. It's it's like a leap of faith is where your power comes from, not these actions taken out of fear minus the faith those actions that are taken in order to put up defenses because we don't believe we are being taken care of when you lean into the belief the knowing the faith that you're being taken care of and then do it don't do it that's where your power lies so it's this paradigm shift actually from get stuff from taking action you know from the hustle and the grind to Things fall in my lap when I embody faith. Whole other ball game. So yeah, it's not the case that physical action creates results. Uh, Joe Dispenza uses this term which I love, which is matter to matter. <laughs> like you're, you know, you're doing stuff. You're sending an email. You're driving somewhere. You're uh, wh- whatever it might be. Uh, and and the mind loves this because it can't perceive, you know, that 99.99% that's invisible, the pure awareness, the God consciousness, the mind doesn't understand the nature of that. So it wants to do things, see people, say things, move things. Um, what you can achieve with this, you can achieve some stuff, but it just way pales in, into comparison, pales into comparison, pales in comparison rather. Uh, Versus what happens when you embody faith. The mind thing, the mind will say things like, oh, that's just too, too simple, too easy, too good to be true. This is where the likes of miracles come from. Okay, so I'm going to sum it up. The three main things are the first one, I acted as if and I persisted. I was persistent as. Wouldn't let it go. The second, I didn't allow negative thoughts to get a foothold and doubts kept coming back to that. And the third is mindfulness. There's some other bits in there, but those are the three main things. I want to just leave you by saying, as I always say, if I can, you can, anyone can. If you want to live that life with faith, with that knowing, like Einstein said, believing the universe is friendly, believing the universe has got your back, no matter what you see going on out there then you can do this. Not everyone wants to do this. Not everyone has to. We all, again, have free will. But if this is what you want, I can do it. So can you. (sighs) Okay, I really hope that this helps. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day. As ever, I super appreciate you listening to these podcasts because I know that there's so much stuff that you could be doing and most of you are doing other stuff at the same time like dog walks, bike rides, baths and all sorts and as ever please say hi to me on social media and so on as and when you're listening because it's so nice to have a bit of reciprocity in terms of the conversation. Um, I don't need it, but I really, really appreciate it when you do and love that. Um, And yeah, I'm going to sign off and I'll be back next week. In the meantime, sending you heaps of love. Bye for now.